0: is the K-pop cast, bringing you the best sounds and ideas in K-pop each week. Hello everybody, this is your PDN and Michaela, and for this special episode, we are discussing Icon's first U.S. tour and kind of getting into why it took them eight years to meet their North American fans. Uh, But I am not alone for this discussion. Joining me is Syed from Genius Korea. Hello.
1: Hello everyone. My name is Sayed. I am the founder of Genius Korea. Genius Korea is a uh, community-led website, um, part of the website Genius. It's the big yellow lyric website that you might have seen around. (laughs) Yes. And we focus on the Korean side of uh, the website. Yeah. And I'm really excited to talk about Icon with you today.
0: Yes. Okay. But before we dive in, guys, don't forget to join the K-pop cast community on Slack. Links to everything in the episode description. So let's get started. So, before we get into our little chatty chat about the tour. I think it's important that we kind of give a quick TLDR about who Icon is and kind of like what their career has been for the past eight years. Uh just you know, for the people that don't know. Uh so to start off, Icon, they debuted in September 15th, 2015. A little bit more information pre-debut was that they were put together through an Mnet survival show called Mix and Match. Um, this was a collaboration between Mnet and YG. Uh, it was actually a spin-off of the show Win Who's Next, which was the survival show that formed the group Winner. And so they had Winner and then Icon, which originally consisted of seven members, B.I., Bobby, J., June, Song, D.K., and Chan. Uh, They debuted with the EP Welcome Back, which had a number of hit songs, My Type, Dumb and Dumber, Rhythm Ta, Airplane Apology, Anthem. It went number one on the gown chart, uh, allegedly selling millions of copies internationally. But very importantly, it had all Japanese versions of every song on the album, which was very important because the next year after their debut, they kick off January 2016 with their first Asia tour where they had stops in Korea, China, Japan, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Thailand, Singapore, Indonesia, and Taiwan. And right after this concludes in September in 2016, they start their first solo Japan tour, which runs All the way up to March of 2017, they have a quick period where they had make a comeback with the songs Bling and Birthday. And then they go right back to Japan and finish their Japan tour off with a dome tour running from May 2017 to November 2017. So this era of Icon is really referred to as kind of their stuck-in-Japan days. Like, they. this was a, a very clear sign that YG really wanted them to be very popular in the Japanese market, such that it seemed like the domestic market in Korea was kind of losing interest. Like, the two singles that they put out, Bling Bling and Birthday, did not do as well as the singles from their debut EP. So it was kind of this era in which they, they were kind of losing popularity in Korea, but still doing very well internationally. Sayed, so do you remember this time in for Icon, like when they were kind of, you know, stuck in Japan?
1: I, okay, so no, I guess my basic answer is no. But obviously, because Icon debuted with such huge singles, we had all heard about them. And it was just interesting because Um, they were focused, they had such huge singles in Korea and, but they sort of moved away from that and their focus changed to more Japanese, um, promotions and stuff like that. So it was just interesting, but as a fan, I was not, um, there (laughs) as a hardcore iconic. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, to be honest, most people kind of came to them during the next year, which is 2018, where they make their return. Yeah to Korea with the return album with the hit single everybody and their 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 babies and their grandpapa's new love scenario like that rocked Korea especially that year basically owning the charts for the first half of 2018 like do you do you remember that when that came out
1: yeah that was the time when I um started paying attention to them properly and I feel like a lot of the K pop fandom in general started finding out who Icon was. Right. And it was also a bit of a shift in their sound. So more and more fans were tuning in because of that. And yeah, I was there for Love Scenario when that happened. Mm-hmm. I have
0: a, <laughs> on a sorry note, I have a very special place in my heart for Love Scenario because that was the first song um, that we covered where I was like working with the K-pop cast. So it was like the first episode I had like a part in, which, so I, I that's exciting. Yeah. As well as, as well as like loving the release. I, you know, I have a, like, I have a connection to that song and like a different level because it like is the reason I'm here today talking with you and I'm getting to see Icon.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but kind of wrapping it up. So we had 2019 to 2020 is kind of the rough time for, for, for Icon, not just because of COVID, but also the fact that Bi ended up leaving the group in 2019, doing uh, due to his uh, at the time alleged drug scandal. Now in 2023, we do know that he was uh, charged and is served probation for a, a year, and I believe is still serving his sentence. So he was never formally jailed, but he was he was sentenced. I don't know. Do you have any comments uh, on, on this era, this, this, this dark time for icons?
1: Um, I mean, for me personally, like this is when I like got into them properly mm-hmm. and I started learning their names. I started learning like just, you know, those unhelpful YouTube videos of them being goofy and all that. Mm-hmm. And it just like, it hit me later on that he had left. And for the because for the longest time I was like oh he's in the group like he's just on a hiatus or something oh, like that. right, yeah. But yeah, no, I was there during that time, and it was interesting because like the songs that they released during that time were some of my favorites, but they never sort of people don't look at them with affection, I guess because of the other things that were going on with the group at that time. So yeah, yeah. it
0: was it was a rough time for them domestically, was, definitely was, as yeah. well as internationally because uh, you know they weren't as active. But then in 2021, we get their second, I don't know, I don't, I don't call it like the second coming, but like their another return to the scene through the survival program kingdom. Um, they they mentioned, especially in their interviews, that, you know, they've had a lot of experience being able to tour for their fans, but they really wanted to use Kingdom as an opportunity to show like a different side of themselves and different kind of varied performances, especially now that they were continuing as a group of six. Like, did you yeah. did you watch Kingdom? Do you, do you have any?
1: Oh, I watched it religiously. <laughs> It was, I mean, just the fact that they the lineup for that season was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just kings upon kings, right? right? That was the theme. And Icon was a very unexpected choice mm-hmm. because they had gone through the survival show. And we don't really typically think of YG as doing a lot of survival show related things. No,
0: they keep um, everybody in the judge. <laughs>
1: they do except for for the models
0: (laughs) like they'll they'll throw out the the yg k k plus whatever guys whenever they need to
1: yeah but yeah no i watched it religiously and i I was rooting for icon the entire time and i feel like a lot of fans got to see a different side of icon truly Mm -hmm. because like even from the get-go on their first stage that they performed everyone was commenting about how like they just seem to be having fun. Like they're not focusing on the choreo. Like they're singing sometimes. They're laughing, enjoying, Um, especially for fourth gen fans who are more, um, they're more typically, you know, like focusing on the choreography and the performance aspect. And there's a storyline in every performance and every song. And Icon did not have that. They were just, they had amazing bangers and they just wanted to perform and have fun. So, yeah,
0: yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, that was (laughs) um, I know we're going to get into it, but that was definitely something that I especially talking with fans on on site during the L.A. stop, the last stop of the tour. That was something that a lot of people mentioned about them was that when it comes to their performance versus what you would typically expect for an idol group, they're more chill and more focused on, again, giving a performance, not necessarily making it perfect.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm.
0: So then just wrapping up this, this section of, of Icon's history, you know, they left from 2022 to 2023, you know, this year. Um, the biggest thing was that they left YG. They finally, you know, during, after their contracts were ended, they officially departed in December of 2022, on, on December 30th. And on January 1st of 2023, they signed a with 143 entertainment and immediately announced a new album and this tour that we're going to be talking about today the 2023 Icon World Tour Takeoff which had performances across Asia, Europe and North America. And for the the purpose of our discussion we're mostly going to be focusing on the North America part of the tour. Um though this what, we're calling this their first tour though they had previous offshoot performances. They did South by Southwest in 2018. They did this like random Samsung Fortnite event in New York City in 2018. Uh, they participated in the second Head in the Clouds Festival in 2019. And then uh, they're, the last performance in the States before this tour was the uh, Camp LA 2022 aka the Campfire. <laughs> uh <laughs> we're not gonna get into it you, you if, if you if you search it up you guys know
1: <laughs> yeah I actually did not know that they performed that head in the clouds I did not know that yeah that was news to me
0: i I actually didn't know either <laughs> I uh found out uh talking to somebody in line oh so actually n- speaking of let's turn it over to to those interviews i got a chance to speak with some lovely iconics before the la concert raven and admin from with icon usa and Ladesha cassidy and jason from the otg dance studio in san jose the bay area and my first question to them was what's it like to see icon touring in the u.s for the first time
2: yes it it means a lot because i've been standing them for five years and it just makes everything so much more realer now um even when i saw them at camp because it was such like a a short set like it just made it be like wait what no that's it no come back so i'm so happy to finally see only them in concert and have it be a full length concert and it's just yeah i'm so grateful that they're here Yes, I survived camp, yes. <laughs> you guys are from, from San Jose, so we yeah. are from California,
0: Bay Area. Uh, Bay Area. What does it mean for you guys to see ICON here for the first time? Or have you seen them before?
3: Well, I've seen ICON before, but they were they were so far away. Uh-huh. But, where where uh, did you see them? I saw the head in, head in the clouds. Oh, head in the clouds, okay. Yeah, but um, now I'll actually get to see them up close. Mm. We got some pretty good seats. Um, I'm hella hyped because I've seen them. I've been... Like a fan of them since pre-debut and i think a lot of us are you guys want to say your piece i don't know
2: yeah i've been a fan of them since when so yeah pre-debut been looking forward to their debut and then been following them ever since and it's been eight years
0: mm. have you also seen them
2: before i haven't cool? seen them before it's um my and Ladaisha's first time seeing them yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. When did, when did you first
2: get into icon um i i was watching them from like their pre-debut win era but I really started following them more around like bling bling and birthday. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so you guys have been a fans of icon for a while. Is there anything that you guys think sets them apart from other groups or something that you would want new fans to know about them?
3: I feel like for me, they're they're a bunch of they're a bunch of bros. I don't know, they have that energy. So like um, I feel like other K pop groups they have like kind of like a rule to follow or some sort of a guideline. I feel like and there are other groups that do this too but I feel like icon are especially like off the rails they're more chill, more they're chill yeah. off the rails they're like you know they're they're doing their own variety show but then they're like okay well um, I'm gonna go play video games in my room while that's trying to but like you know they're just so like laid back and I like that nature I feel it's in some ways it's like very relatable hmm yeah
2: I like how relaxed they are on stage uh, I think k-pop has not that it's a bad thing but in this day and age, they're all about the cleanliness, and Icon is more about having fun and just um, kind of doing whatever, trying new things, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, I just really appreciate Icon's, like, very casual group dynamic, because it's just so easy to
0: watch one of their variety shows and just watch them get along and have fun together. Yeah, that's one of the
3: things I like about them most.
1: I feel like that's one thing that most fans recognize them for is their laid back attitude and they're just like, they're just having fun. They're not taking anything. They're not taking themselves too seriously, which is something that's rare in K-pop these days. Yeah.
0: And to to be honest, before I, I saw them perform live, because this is my first time seeing them in LA, was I, I always wanted them to go to K-Con just so I could see them perform. But then... <laughs> actually getting to see them on stage and seeing that, you know, again, that laid-back style, it and again, having recently been to KCON LA, it, it makes sense for them to go to a head in the clouds versus a, a KCON because yeah. it, not necessarily that it's a bad thing, but they're very their their style of performance compared to the very tight uh act accurate quick like Mm -hmm. intricate performances that you would see from all of the other groups especially since there are so many rookies at KCON nowadays it would look
1: they would look out of place it would
0: look out of place like it would it wouldn't it doesn't necessarily match what you would be seeing through through the performance and you know I wouldn't want it to come off especially for them as a negative thing because somebody could be watching them for the first time and think that maybe they're like quote, lazier performers, where yeah, it's like, no, it's not laziness, yeah. it's called charisma. It's called not yeah. focusing on, like you said, accuracy, but more focusing on like actually giving a performance and more importantly, connecting with the crowd. Cause it's, that's yeah. something that's very hard to do when you're remembering a thousand steps.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, KCON has gotten better at like the fan interaction of uh, like, just, you know, Performers going to the crowds and like hyping them up and stuff like that. But yeah, I feel like Icon is more suited for festivals and more of those where there's like a mixed crowd, you know, like not everyone's just there with a light stick and just, you know, want to be in a synchronized, like it's in a synchronized fashion. It's like everyone's there just to have fun and just enjoy the music and, you know, whatever.
0: What is it that you think sets icon apart from other groups like what was it about them that when you were getting into them they were like oh these guys are it
2: um one of the things that really set them apart is their dynamic with each other for sure they are really like a family like and like best friends like for example i think even like people who would try to like get some news or some scoop about them they would just be like don't don't even try like they're just hanging out with each other all the time and like even now like um ever since they moved out of the dorms since they moved from yg um they talk about how they miss each other all the time being in like separate homes and stuff and so yeah i think that was just one of the things and how much fun they had too like even in love scenario they were just partying having fun with each other and i i think you can see that more and more throughout their music videos as well so i really love that they yeah. just they just love the party yes they do they do it's not
0: they don't take themselves too seriously <laughs> yeah 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 for, for me that family aspect i believe is this and the the introvertedness i believe especially when you look at them at cake or, or during kingdom when they were like we don't yeah. really know anybody <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> keep to ourselves like, we like yeah. we've been relying on each other for the past six seven years
1: exactly yeah that's very true and It's that family aspect. I feel like a lot of the older third gen groups have that dynamic Mm -hmm. where, because they have just spent so much time together in like close proximity. There wasn't that much social media involved Mm -hmm. at that time. It's just like a lot of the groups, even though they come from survival shows, they have that dynamic. I feel like I don't see that in more recent groups where, Especially with survival show groups, because they have contracts and they're like, you know, yeah. they're there for a year or two <laughs> years or whatever. And then they're if out. At all, they're going to do an out. If, if nothing else things. happens. If nothing else happens, then yeah.
0: Yeah. And then and then also like thinking about, again, they were touring in Japan for two years. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. them being kind of alone in a, in a foreign country. You know,
1: foreign country. Like, yeah.
0: again, n- not really knowing the language, but, you know, still having to... To again work and and, and perform, like I, I can imagine that time was probably what built this family dynamic yeah. for them because they really were like each other 's rock, especially in that scenario
1: exactly, yeah, yeah, I agree definitely
0: um, okay, so then as somebody who is maybe coming into icon or being introduced to icon for the first time, what do you think? is something that new like baby fans should know about Icon before before they get started with their Um,
2: journey? They should know that Icon is really lovey-dovey with Iconics for sure.
0: Um, So be prepared for like high key (laughs) fan service.
2: Yes, high fan service for sure all the time. Like for example, um, DK Dongy, he loves us so much. Um, um, For example, like on Mnet, chat plus, he would always be like, oh, I love you guys. I miss you guys, and all that. And like giving like cute little um, pics and everything. So yeah, expect a lot of interaction. Um, Icon really loves us and we love them back. And also like we have both ways going uh, respect for each other all the time like for example there's been times where Iconics paid for Icon's meal and then Icon would pay for our meal at the same time so it was just it's like you're joining like a big family and we're always welcoming to new Iconics so yeah yes they're very humble um, and silly and um, like I said before they really do love us and respect us just like we do for them and um, as you will see from fan cams from this concert, there's gonna be a lot of interactions um, with us and they're gonna come out and try to make sure that everyone has like their chance to and that they have a chance to see us. like um, even Bobby said at uh, one of the earlier stops before that this isn't us coming to see them, they're coming to see us. so it's it's really like very loving and uh, you will not regret joining this fandom at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was that was very apparent. Yeah. That was
0: very apparent coming to to see again seeing I come perform for the first time was like again, they're just interactions with the crowd and like really seeing them connect with everybody was was really cool to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I agree. He said the same thing for I don't know if that was just for us mm-hmm. or he has said that in different stops as well, but yeah. Like we aren't just It's not just the fans who are going to see them. It's also them coming to see all the fans who have been supporting them Mm -hmm. for the past eight years. So, and yeah, like the fan service thing that she talked about (laughs) is so true. (laughs) It's like, yeah, they really do like connecting with their fans a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: Which again, it's been eight years. so They
1: built a huge catalog of songs (laughs) in this time. And... So they they have fans who enjoy more hip hop songs, they have fans who enjoy more pop ballad styles things or fans who are enjoying more for like just chill, you know, vibey music. And so they have like a like a very very like the the fandom is very diverse mm-hmm. in terms of what people enjoy because there is some there is a song for everything because obviously it's been 8 years of building. Right the catalog
0: and when i when i asked fans like i I asked a a few fans like what what song are you excited to see the most like the top two choices that people had was tantara and fighting song solo trot song Uh, yes (laughs) (laughs) so you have like the tantara which is like that og like 90s hip-hop throwback and then fighting which is super like like based like
1: it's a trot trot song (laughs) he
0: comes out in a sparkly red blazer red suit yeah it's like yeah and especially I I don't know how it was for you but like the energy doesn't change from the hip-hop to Mm -hmm. the trot like everybody is here for for every version of of them that they're showing on stage
1: yeah definitely agree with that Mm -hmm.
0: And, so, and then, so the last last question we'll get into before we, we, we get into our, our thoughts from the tour is we, I just wanted to, to ask, like, why, what fans think is the reason it took eight years for them to, to finally come to the U.S. and have their first, like, real, quote-unquote, world tour? Um, from your perspective, what do you guys think took so long for this tour? Like, why do you think it took eight years for Icon to finally tour in the U.S.?
2: It took them leave- to- it took them leaving YG. <laughs> yeah, cuz YG is mad lame sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, being in YG, as much as I love YG, their their artists are going to be in the dungeon, you know. So, yeah. I feel like now that they're in a different label, uh I would I would probably say a smaller label as well. They have more freedom. Yeah. Uh more creativity and I mean, I don't know what's behind the scenes, but I bet their label right now is like, "Okay, it's about time you get your your freaking, you know, world tour." Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Here's a tour. Here's a light stick. Go.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need a new light stick. It's about time. <laughs> That's
0: the most interesting thing about it. Because, like, if you think... Because Icon debuted in 2015. And, like, if you compare them to their peers who uh, debuted that year, like, you're talking about mm-hmm. 17. Monster X, twice. Like, groups that have done stadium tours here in the U.S. Yeah. So I you know I don't it it's definitely wasn't a case of the the u s not being ready for for artists that were from their generation at least,
1: yeah, I think it's like as a lot of the fans sort of alluded to mm-hmm. um the management obviously sort of undermining I guess their potential, and I don't know, I feel like the third generation groups like you mentioned 17 Monsta X, twice they didn't tour the US back then necessarily True. Yeah. like they like those big shows that they are doing happened in recent years so i feel like third gen as a whole their focus was not towards the US in that way like it wasn't as specific it wasn't as you know as, um, what you what would you say like as headstrong, headfirst as it is right now, like Twice is doing those stadium shows not right like right now, and they're obviously built off of like you know they've started from smaller shows and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, it's just interesting. Like, why not <laughs> Icon? <laughs> yeah,
0: and I I I did talk with a few fans like off mic about this, and one of the things that was that I didn't think of that came up. Um, Was the fact that, you know, thinking back to their debut, you know, YG had Winner and Icon as their new boy groups. And it seemed apparent that YG was focusing Winner for the Korean market. And they really Mm -hmm. wanted Icon to be focused on the international market, especially Japan. So, like, one, that could be a reason why they didn't build up their... uh, fandom in korea as early on but then it felt like once they were focused on building their fandom in korea especially after love scenario popped off like they they kind of gave up on pushing them towards the korean market because the international the, the domestic market was like becoming so hot for them
1: yeah that's that's contradicting right mm-hmm. like as you said like they were winner is definitely more they, it was definitely more focused on korean um for the market um their songs like the, just if you just listen to the songs by winner there you know that it's more focused for korean audience yeah um and for icon they in uh, the hip hop aspect was definitely something that would have bl- blown up internationally especially in the US and so it is contradicting because if you are going to, uh, you know, focus it like that, like, then why not focus it on U.S. as well? Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. So speaking yeah. of the U.S., let's let's talk about this tour. Let's get into to our our thoughts, our, our our favorite moments, our things that we wish, you know, maybe they could improve on, you know, some com- constructive criticism <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: from from the, the tour of the U.S. leg of the tour. So first, Syed, which stop did you go to? Because I went to the L.A. stop.
1: Yeah, I went to Denver, mm-hmm. which was very exciting for us because Denver doesn't typically get that many groups coming in, especially like a big group, like Icon. And so as soon as it was announced, I don't even remember when it was announced, like February or something. Yeah, it was very early
0: in the year. Very early. Which, and which we did not very, get
1: dates or anything. Yeah, at that which time. was, I, I
0: appreciated knowing that it was like around September because I was able to plan mm-hmm. a little bit which was a lot better yeah. than some of these other tours that like i am announced like maybe two oh, weeks yeah, beforehand definitely, definitely. but still like the fact that we didn't get dates I like I had to I had to really like figure yeah. it out
1: like we knew about it from a press perspective mm-hmm. early spring, March, right, April early. we knew that it was going to happen and where it was going to happen but that was like us just being having access to those things like fans in general did not know mm-hmm. But as soon as it was announced, I was like, I'm getting these tickets. I don't care where I am. <laughs> but <laughs> right. like in September, I obviously I cannot like predict where I'm going to be like nine was, months ahead. I was at the
0: gym. I was like furiously <laughs> like doing it at the phone because I had like I had forgotten. Like I didn't get the notification from the um, the Leo Uh, what was it the leo presents presents that they were doing it that day and so literally i'm just like oh i wonder what time the thing was and it was literally while i was on like a leg press so here i am just (laughs) sitting at this machine like i see people wanting to use it after me and i'm sorry i guess i gotta get these tickets before
1: priorities (laughs) people priorities (laughs) you can use it later yeah yeah it was yeah i was really excited about it Mm -hmm.
0: And so uh, what kind of venue was was this one at? Cuz mine mine was at like a a very like historic like old school theater. Like was was mm-hmm. yours also in like a theater or was there like a like a pit like with with just open yeah, space? Yeah, so it was
1: it, it was a theater. It was it's uh, the Belco Theater in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh it's one of those mid-sized venues. It's not super small, it's not super big. Yeah. Um but it is definitely meant more for you know, theater, like plays and musicals, mm-hmm. and maybe like conferences and stuff like that. So it, there is graded seating. So, you know, like if even if you're in the back, you can still see the stage pretty clearly. Right. Um, but the theater as a whole, the structure wasn't really meant for concerts and. Especially not the, the K-pop concerts.
0: Or, and the, the party hype of an Icon the party bridge. <laughs> hype, like
1: Icon, the base and everything. It wasn't meant for that. Yeah, I,
0: I can say for sure that my venue, especially because I was on the second level... Um, and I do not think that that level was meant for a bunch mm. of people sway into music because it was shaking, like literally shaking oh, the whole oh. night. <laughs> I was, I was, I keep saying that we got like the 4DX version of the tour at my, at myself. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a earthquake level of shake. So I wasn't like totally afraid for my life, but it was like, okay, maybe. It
1: was thrilling. It was thrilling. You know, it added, it, it added thrilling. to it. Yeah.
0: But I, I. I feel like like I said the, the I do like the theater aspect of like you wherever you are you can at least get a good view of the stage. Yeah. But with yeah, yeah, yeah. Icon like again it it just feels so it's like such a shame that they're they're doing their first tour in these kinds of venues like when I when I think of like the perfect venue of, for an Icon tour I think of like either either a stadium or like an, an arena like something that's like can, can manage yeah. the hype of, in uh, and the energy that they're putting out on the stage.
1: That was, yeah, that was definitely a thought that we also had. Um, because Denver typically when we get, um, K-pop concerts, they come to a venue called Fillmore Auditorium, mm, which okay. is more of like a, um, it's flat, you know, like everyone's equal. Yeah, it, there is yeah. no, like if you're in the back, you cannot see the stage. Um, but that is more of a, that's the size that most K-pop groups are able to fill out. Like th- that, if if a show is happening in Fillmore, then it's sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Dreamcatcher sold out, Card, I w- I'm not sure if they did, but like it was very close to capacity. For me, I, I mean, obviously, the Icon like deserves to have uh, like, you know, one of those big venue performances. Their songs are very much like they fill up the room, Mm -hmm. but they did not sell Denver. Belco Theater was very empty. And so for us, we personally felt like if they had done Fillmore, they would have had a sold out show in Denver, period. Like Mm -hmm. the day it went on sale, it would have sold out. So we personally thought that it would have made more sense for them to do Fillmore than doing Belco because- yeah it just it didn't sell and that's really unfortunate Mm -hmm. and but it's the reality of it like
0: yeah yeah reality of just kind of again waiting this long for a tour you know the the fandom over time being smaller maybe newer fans not knowing as much about them so most of the i know as far as like the demographic that i saw from from my tour it was definitely skewed older still very diverse though you
1: it was yeah similar for us as well and i was really surprised by seeing lots of kids yeah like whole whole
0: families like whole families were there and i
1: was like i that was i've never seen that at a k-pop concert i've been to a fair number of Mm -hmm. k-pop concerts now and it was just interesting to see and the kids weren't the fans, like the uh, like the parents were the yeah, fans. Yeah, they were just
0: bringing them on because so, they couldn't get a babysitter or something. Yeah,
1: like they had like toddlers there, you know, people with like strollers and stuff. I was like, damn, we are hags.
0: <laughs> 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 like this fandom is... <laughs> I was going to say, that was the only other thing I liked about the fact that it was a theater was like, I got a seat like cuz
1: lots of yeah maybe maybe I, oh if my, we had exactly. this back in like
0: 2017 my knees you know but you know i call your fans are, are you know yeah,
1: you know what i was up the entire time my feet hurt the next day but mm-hmm. at the same time i was like thank god i have a seat i do not want to struggle through a ga right. in this in this crowd and just like being able to sit down once in a while was like was nice. that's really nice <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I I guess was there was there any other broader comments that we have about about the tour in general before we get into like specific moments that we liked from the shows that we saw? Like the new I think this Leo presents. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not as familiar with them as a promoter. I don't know if they're they're newer or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, Icon was one of their biggest artists mm-hmm. that they have ever done so far, yeah. in K-pop at least. Um, and they have done like smaller groups with much smaller venues. So it was kind of surprising that, you know, they're taking on a bigger artist, mm-hmm. taking on bigger venues.
0: Yeah, I mean, but not not surprising considering they are with a small label now. So it, it made a little bit of sense in, in, as far as that.
1: But I will d- definitely say like, Leo Presents did an amazing job with everything. It was really well done. There were no confusions about Mm -hmm. different types of ticketing or it's like a VIP, a front of the line, this, that, whatever it was. They managed really well and they have had a good reputation so far, Mm -hmm. which I'm hoping will continue forward. So yeah, I don't have any complaints with them from a fan perspective. Yeah,
0: from a fan perspective, from a press perspective, as you know, it'd be nice to get some responses to my emails. You know, just saying. Yeah. Like I had to, I had to pull, a, I had to pull my my YouTube influencer card just to get a, maybe a contact from them. But, you know, it's okay. Mm, I still enjoyed yeah. the show, <laughs> even if I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't able to get press.
1: <laughs> from a press perspective, yeah, I was a bit. Um, Because we covered their previous tour, they did with the girl group Pixie, Mm. and so we got in touch with them for that. And so we were hopeful that Icon being the next one, we will probably get some opportunities or some information out of them. But it was really hard to get anything out of Leo Presents for this tour.
0: And I'm just understanding that they're probably, like I said, this is their biggest, uh, the biggest artist they've had. They're probably very busy with Mm -hmm. this tour.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and yeah not that much complaint.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay so then let's let's get into what what were your favorite moments from your your stop of the tour
1: um i think we can all agree that songs um solo stage for fighting yes. was just like the best highlight of a K pop show I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I literally came out of the show and I told one of the Genius Korea team members who went with us that every K pop concert needs to have a trot segment in their show. <laughs> like, this is, it was, it was so good. It was so infectious. Like, the energy yeah. of him, you know, singing and then, like, pointing the mic towards the fans and the fans like singing back to him Mm -hmm. and trot songs just have that kind of energy you know it's like it it puts you in a good mood yeah it's just
0: it's just baked into the genre
1: it is built into the genre exactly so yeah that was one of my favorite like i was looking forward to it as well when especially when the song came out Mm -hmm. earlier this year i was like this is gonna be so fun (laughs) if he does it on tour um, so yeah, yeah, I definitely was looking forward to it.
0: I'm a little biased because he is my bias, but it was also mm. just a great performance to see him flex his vocal ability. like yeah. as far as solos, he doesn't have as many, especially as you know compared to like a Bobby. but yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was great to just see him you know, on stage by himself, flexing his vocal talent and also just having fun.
1: yeah. Also, like, him specifically, I remember that he was the most interactive with the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this happened at any other stops, but, like, they would come down into the crowd to, you know, interact with the fans. Yeah, him and DK. and yeah. Him and DK. And um, they did that twice with us. And one of the times it was DK and the other time it was, I believe, Chan mm-hmm. who did it. Um, but Song was there both times And so he Like he grabbed like props From the fans like he put on a crown For us um, He grabbed like uh, the what is it called Like you know that gun that like Shoots like fake money out of it <laughs> Like he grabbed that for the Encore and um, We had a like really cute moment Where someone said is that Fake money and They all agree, like obviously it's fake money and, he, like, one of them said, like, oh, bummer. Like, <laughs> we were hoping it was real money. But, yeah, like, those cute moments and those, like, fun, interactive moments. And Song was, like, at the first mm-hmm. like the first person to do it, any of that. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what, what are your other moments from, from the tour?
1: Uh, I also really enjoyed Rhythm Ta. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, one of their old classic songs. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's interesting because... Love Scenario is their signature song that most people recognize them for. But I feel like Rhythm Ta is more of like a cult classic Mm -hmm. where like everyone knows it. They might not know it is Icon, but everyone still knows it. Yeah.
0: And 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 even if they don't know it from Icon, maybe they've seen somebody do a cover of it. Or like multiple groups have mentioned, especially on Kingdom, like Rhythm Ta was a song that they would use when they were trainees. Like they would train to that song.
1: Yeah, and also it's like a song that like, like after the first chorus, you know what's coming, so you like you can you are you're you know you're bopping your head, you're moving, and mm-hmm. you're just. So it was an interesting choice for them to use rhythm ta for both like the regular setlist and then the encore as well. Yeah,
0: rhythm ta was the song that I feared the most for my life on being on that second wobbly miz <laughs> 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 because because it, it, the rhythm ta the rhythm is very specific for everybody, so it's just a whole bunch of bodies. Yeah just moving at that rhythm
1: <laughs> yeah that was definitely a highlight for me um, I was kind of surprised that they did not do as many songs from their recent album but
0: Same.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean I'll take what I get
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, and, and also get into that do, doing no English versions of those songs Like, I didn't know that there's actually yeah. an English version of Killing Me because I heard somebody playing it while they were in line, and I was like, "Wait, th- is that English?" Like, I didn't even know that they had English versions of their songs.
1: Yeah, it, that's yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of them are very fluent in English, mm-hmm. um, and they have version like official versions of their songs as well. So, yeah, that was interesting. It was as I mentioned earlier, like they have a catalog worth like eight years worth of catalog, right? So. Just picking out songs from that is, like, a challenge in itself. <laughs> um, but it's just, like, interesting because, like, even though they did not perform a lot of, like, familiar hits, nothing that they performed felt like, oh, wait, I don't know that one. Right. Which one is this, yeah. right? Like, every song you could sing along to, you recognized it. Even even if not during the verses, you recognized that chorus. You recognized mm-hmm. that hook.
0: Or the party bridge. So,
1: or the party bridge, yes. <laughs> yeah Mm
0: -hmm. okay any any other tour highlights before we get into some uh, more more criticisms
1: (laughs) Um, Bobby is very Mm soft-spoken I was surprised by that because I don't know I mean I've seen like lots of interviews with him and obviously they have like their own charisma when they do interviews they have that that laid-back style and everything but Still, like, when he was talking on stage, I had to, like, really pay attention to what he was saying because he's really soft-spoken. Yeah, And it was... He's also just, like, very... Because rappers usually have that sort of persona of, like, you know, the hard... Right. Hardcore rappers. And, like, his lyrics are very bold. And Mm -hmm. his, like, you know, the artist persona is very bold. But he's, like, a very, like, just... Just like a really soft person, you know? Right. This is like very as the fan base mentioned, like they're very lovey dovey. <laughs>
0: right. And that yeah. that was one of my, my favorite parts. Um, because they do this he and Chan do this like halftime sit-down where they're basically just like no no music, no nothing, just chatting with with themselves and with, with iconics in the crowd. And yeah. just like the the gentleness of the way he speaks and just how how uh, you know, like, like you said, like, he's very, like very soft book spoken. It was, it wasn't as surprising, but it was very, um, it was surprising how, how much I needed it, especially for that tour. Like, cause, be, yeah. because there's so mm-hmm. many, there's just so much hype through the majority of it that having those very quiet, more just like intimate moments was very, was very helpful at least with like yeah. my, my energy and like helped me get through the end without like dying
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a nice segment before. I think it was before the solo stages that that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And for our tour, they were talking about basketball. I believe Um, it was. I was tired. Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. They talked about
0: baseball at our.
1: i I don't know what they were talking about some sport, and I'm not a big sports fan, but like they were talking about some sports, and like I, they were talking about how like their one of their dads is like a really big fan, and like they hope to come back to Denver with the, their dad, <laughs> and then, yeah, it was just like a very like like they were just talking as friends, you yeah. know like i it's very very intimate I, yeah, yeah. A very intimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our Genius Korea team members who went with us, um, she isn't like the biggest Icon fan. Like she was just there because she knows a couple of songs and she felt that as well. Like she just felt like, oh, they're just chatting among fans, just like, you know, having a casual conversation, some banter involved in it as well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed that segment as well. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So moving on to, to our last our last bit, uh, any, uh, things we think could have been better, you know, some, some, you know, things that we, we wish, you know, either for, for the tour in general or our, our stops specifically. So Sayed, so you, you, you can kick us off with this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. Okay.
0: I mean, I can um, go first. i am I'm not, a, to be honest, I'm not afraid of some of the things that I have to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not really like criticism. It's like, as you said, like it's constructive criticism. Yeah,
0: constructive.
1: And so, yeah, I, for me personally, like our stop, we, I, I would have ha- liked them to have a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I know that, you know, smaller venue doesn't really reflect well um, on like a touring uh, thing people might people have negative connotations with that but i genuinely feel like if it was a small con, con- venue like it would have been more fun mm-hmm. to just be in that crowd that is like a sold out crowd um also just like our personally like belco theater was not built for a k-pop concert especially like dumb and dumber happened the bass was so loud oh, like no. i was like Our seats are shaking. Like, this is, we're literally like, oh my God. Like, I, you you guys got the 4D
0: experience too.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like, I have never felt that when, like, especially because if you're very close to the stage, you're very close to the speakers, you can feel that, right? Um, especially when I've taken like photographs for like tours and stuff, like I, we they give us earplugs for those oh, yeah. because you're so close to the stage, you're so close to the speakers, like it's, it's gonna be like harmful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we could feel that like way back in the venue as well, and that's just because the structure of the theater is not meant for that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that has nothing to do with Icon. Like it's just you know they should have chosen a better venue, I guess. Other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm just bitter about the fact that they did not perform but you, which is one of their like <laughs> best songs. Oh. I was just like they, they I was like they they're repeating songs, okay? They're repeating songs on the set list to the Encore. The whole
0: Encore was like was like was it Rhythm Top, yeah. Birthday and uh one other one that they like Tantara. Tantara yeah, Tantara. Three again. So so if you didn't if you didn't get the first time, if you showed up yeah. late, they did it all three of them again at the end.
1: Yeah, and I mean, in like a very real sense that that's how an encore is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, Like, if you really think about it. But at the same time, like, you repeated songs and you could not do but you. Like, that's (laughs) just like... (laughs) Because also they had it included in the set list for Asia. But they removed it for North America. Mm -hmm. Which is like... Um That oh, no, that yeah. that
0: brings me into to my first criticism, which is different but related. So, the VCRs for this tour bothered me for 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 a few reasons. One, because the first VCR they show us what after they do you know the the, the three songs and then they go and set mm-hmm. up for the next ones was a, basically just a trailer of all the stuff that happened during the Asia tours. Yes. Which, again, as somebody who didn't get to experience all of that, was like. I was a yeah. little I was like okay why are we watching a trailer for something that we can't see like <laughs> that I I I didn't I didn't appreciate it. I think he, maybe it was a chance for for fans to like see more of Jay during the performance which it was is okay, yeah. yeah. But like as it, it, I don't know, it just felt it felt like like
1: That's actually like That made me think About something that you just uh, (laughs) It felt rude, yes Um, It made me think Because VCRs typically Like for other um, K-pop groups That I've seen Like Dreamcatcher SF9 Things Mm -hmm. like that P1Harmony their VCRs are typically like very like story driven, and it's like yeah. you know which, it's which related they did. to their. They followed
0: up with the next one, which is like this cute like interview VCR, which I which I really liked.
1: Yeah, like so that's what I'm saying. Like for for example, with SF9 or Dreamcatcher, their VCRs had to do with their concept, mm-hmm. right? And their concepts are more like you know team heavy, you know those kind of things. Like there's a storyline and there's a world view. Icon doesn't really have storylines in their comebacks. Right. So they don't they can't really like do that kind of VCR. So it's like that's I guess that's the reason why they showed a compilation of uh <laughs> performers that we're not gonna get to see. Like we are not gonna get to see DK dance with a female dancer yeah. like on it. I was like Yeah. yeah. So that's another criticism that I had. Like we were expecting that he would take off his shirt, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. He was he was he also it. with shirt during our performances. He so. lost a tie. True. Yeah, that was way. that was the nice the nice point, but other But yeah. yeah,
1: my my friend who went with me, she like at the end of the night, she was like, "Okay, I still hope that he would take off his coat and, like his, you know, shirt." I was like, "There're kids in the crowd." So,
3: um
0: <laughs> Any 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 other constructive uh, criticisms that? We-
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it was a really fun tour, mm-hmm. and they had. I I mean, from their posts and like fans posting online and everything, it felt like you know fan. It was a very long-awaited tour mm-hmm. that you know a lot of people were waiting for, right. and it was also a very rare chance to see Icon because i mean i'm just being realistic right now like we don't know if they will tour again we don't know if you know whatever is going to happen in the future so
0: especially especially of, any yeah. tyson like since jay is now doing his military service we don't know when the other yeah. guys are going go to go too
1: yeah exactly so it's it's my, it might be a while since we get like a next thing mm-hmm. and so uh, i found a lot of people who were there at the concert were just Even if they weren't like diehard iconics, they were just like casual fans. They still wanted to come because they were like, it's a rare opportunity to see someone. Yeah, Like they are technically ex big three. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's, it's a big deal, Mm -hmm. you know, to get to see them. A historic moment. Yeah.
0: Historic moment. Yeah. I think let's just, let's just end it on there. I don't want to be more nitpicky than I need to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that, guys, that was our discussion about Icon's eight-year journey to their first U.S. tour. There will be links in below to all the people that I interviewed for this episode that you heard. Um, but, Syed, can you tell us where people can find you online? And if, do you have anything you want to promote, anything specifically? Uh, I, know, yeah. I know Genius Korea, right? You just released your piece for your coverage.
1: Yep, yep, yep. If you haven't already checked out please check out Genius Korea's review of the concert. We weren't invited as press, so we don't have professional photography, (laughs) nice photos for you guys, but we do have a really nice article, which was inadvertently written by three of the people who went to the concert, Mm -hmm. Um, because we all shared our thoughts and we contributed to that. But yeah, check out that. Follow us at Genius underscore K O R. On Twitter, Instagram, Genius Korea, and yeah, uh, view the lyrics to their all their songs on Genius, nowhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually did. I used uh, Genius yeah. earlier pre- preparing for this episode because the, the encore, Freedom, uh, was actually one of the icon songs I knew the least about from from the performance. Mm. But it's actually like the perfect ending anthem for the show.
1: It is yeah mm, yeah i agree i for us was it freedom it was oh maybe it, it was probably one of them could be or Tantara was the last one i don't remember exactly like i would have to look at my recordings right <laughs> from my um i wanted to share some of those recordings but then it's just like me screaming on top of my lungs in right. the background so i don't want to do that <laughs> The encore was perfect I enjoyed it Love it They came out with their Tour t-shirts and stuff Mm -hmm. Their tour tour
0: merch Sorry hold on Before (laughs) we wrap up Sorry guys We're gonna Okay (laughs) Okay That was That's my last bit of criticism For this tour Was All we got Was t-shirts I came With like Extra money Specifically to buy Merchandise Because I know how Important it is for tours And was very Disappointed
1: that is something I was disappointed as well because especially because Leo Presents for their other tours have had extensive merchandise mm-hmm. they created plushies for each member of the group in the last time they toured it, like, exactly I'm, that's what I'm saying like that's what I had really high expectations for merch and all we got was three designs on a t-shirt and mm-hmm. that's it one of them was not that great either it was like a tie-dye or
0: something mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even so, look. I didn't even bother because I was because I was just yeah. was so disappointed. I mean, the, if I could guess, I would only say that maybe I don't. I don't know about other tours. I don't know about the Europe tours, but I, mm-hmm. my my only guess is like distribution for specifically Icon s- stuff. Like even though they do own their their like IP maybe because of certain mm. like previous contracts with like specifically um distributors that worked with YG maybe maybe that's an issue yeah like that's the, that's think... my only that's that's the only excuse i will take <laughs>
1: I think um like just very recently like while they are on their US tour mm-hmm. it was uh, there was an article published that they finally own the name and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it might have been that because even with the t-shirts that we did get their font wasn't used um their colors weren't used. So it was interesting that you know Icon has a very like a very recognizable mm-hmm. logo that wasn't on any of the merch right. and so it might have been because of the contract disputes over you know the legal stuff yeah so
0: it, it better i'm really
1: hoping that it was that. yeah really
0: really <laughs> hoping because oh, yeah oh my gosh anyway <laughs> Alright, so now wrapping up, guys <laughs> Thank you, Sayed Thank you for, for talking with me And chatting with me about, about this tour Guys, you can follow us At the Kipopcast on all socials Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe Especially if you like the episode And we'll see you guys next time okay, bye, bye, everybody See ya, Bye